Well, today is the 15th of November, 2023. I would like to discuss today a topic that I have not spoken about in the past. Any, if I have, it's probably very, very limited. But it's about tiny homes, small homes, or homes that are unconventional as far as size, looks, location, construction, methods, materials, etc. So we'll call them tiny homes as they are mainly known. They have become popular, I believe, in the last few years, I would say last 10 years or so. And when I say popular, I don't mean mainstream. Most people know about them and like them and would like to live in them. But the niche, the group that are attracted or interested in them, I believe, has grown, as has the videos, the talk about it, the articles about it, about the subject of tiny homes. Communities have popped up in many areas of the country and the states, so, and throughout the world, I would assume. So, tiny homes, again, are a lot more popular, at least a lot more than they used to be. And this is probably a result of economic pressures. As you know, the income level has stagnated over the last few decades. And prices, housing prices, and just about every other price for energy, for food, the cost of living has gone up steadily. And that combination of income stagnation and a rising cost of living also combined with the very widespread inequality, the rampant inequality that has grown in the last few decades as well, I believe right now is at an all-time high. That all compounds to the popularity or has assisted and contributed to the popularity of homes that are affordable and small. I am not sure I would have to find out and research about family sizes. I believe family sizes have also decreased. I believe also marital arrangements have changed over the past few decades. You know, a lot of people are not legally married. Those are all things that affect, again, one, family size, and two, living arrangements. How big your home is, how big you you want your home to be, and all, all of that. I know before, uh, even today, a lot of people, they wish to have larger homes. It is their goal and their dream, their wish to have a large home, two to three bedroom, even four bedrooms, you know, nice, large, multi-level home and nice, dependable and good looking cars and a good paying job and lots of money. These are parts of what many people believe to be the American dream, what many people believe to be a success story, etc. And since the economy for many, many people has changed. The economic situation has not improved or even diminished or even gotten worse or worsened. So has their expectations. Perhaps they, a lot more people are thinking of economy or economizing or being more efficient, more compact to live within their means. A lot of people are opting to have less debt have less space, have less tax liability, property liability, etc. 
So they opt to go with smaller homes, thus the increasing popularity of tiny homes. Tiny homes, to describe them, are nothing but small structures for you to live, dwell, or work, or both in. And the workplace has also shifted, especially since the 2019 pandemic. A lot of people, a grown number of people, are able to work from home. A lot of people are more savvy and more skilled with computer systems. And I assume the options have grown as far as working from home, especially when pushed by pandemic and the ability, the effectiveness of working from home was discovered. And lots of companies have opted to keep and retain that option of people working from home, not having to rent an office space, not having to have people drive and perhaps get more hours out of people working from home, more working hours, perhaps more work. All these are factors that likely played into tiny homes being more popular. So back to my description of tiny homes, it is a small structure, a small house, home that could be of various construction, materials, methods, sizes. They could be brick and mortar homes. They could be cement homes. They could be wooden structures. They could be also fabric structures, more or less like tents, heavy-duty insulated tent structures. That could be the case, especially in places where the climate is okay, it is warm throughout the year. It could also be metal structures, such as containers, those trucking containers that could be used as a place of living, modified to a home. They have various size containers, 20 foot, 30 foot, 40 foot, 50 foot, and those could be modified to be used for living. Of course, many times they have to be insulated, they have to be prepared, windows and doors built in. You really could not or should not use a container as it is used for containment or shipping for living because you need ventilation, you need plumbing, you need some sort of air conditioning in many areas of the world. You need some sort of lighting or light coming in, thus windows and doors. And you need to protect it from the elements. You need to, you know, prevent leaks, prevent the cold and the heat from enveloping the inside of the uh, living space. So those usually take a lot of work to modify, to bring them up to code and standard for living. Nevertheless, it is possible. Many people have used those, those shipping containers for tiny homes to make a tiny home. But most people, I believe, they just either buy a home that is already built, most likely than not a wooden structure that is small and a lot more affordable, or they build it themselves many times, sometimes. I'm not going to say many times or most of the time because building a home by yourself is a quite difficult, time-consuming, and expensive endeavor to take. So not a whole lot of people don't believe a whole lot of people would embark in such endeavors. So I believe that to be a tiny minority that could and would do that. 
that are able, willing, and have the time, resources, and money to do such thing. And again, it is not cheap. Materials right now and in the past year or so have been quite expensive with inflation still raging throughout the country late 2023. Inflation has been a problem since early 2022, and it is still bad. Materials are not cheap, and bringing a very small home up to code also is quite expensive, and sometimes it is very comparable to a regular home, a regular modest home as far as cost and price. Just because you have a very small home doesn't mean that you are going to pay less for the land, pay less for the property taxes. The property taxes may be based on other factors other than your square footage. Even though the square footage may matter, also the neighborhood, type of neighborhood, the land, the location also would likely be more of a factor or more significant factors for the taxing of that property. So tiny homes may or may not be cheaper than conventional regular homes. Tiny homes have the advantage of using a lot less energy. If you have a lot less floor space to energize, to heat, to cool, to have piping and wiring and water running throughout that structure, then it would be presumably a lot cheaper, a lot less materials, a lot less energy should be a lot less cost but again it may not be significantly lower as compared to a regular home it may be just slightly lower so you may have to consider your options of going tiny against going with a low-cost regular home if you're purchasing renting especially when considering things like energy costs and your taxes and even cost of the structure of the house or the entire property it may be very comparable, sometimes the same, sometimes more than your conventional home. So unless you, again, are one of those tiny minority that can build that home from the ground up, it is very difficult to save money because tiny homes are quite rare when you compare it with the availability of other homes, of regular low-cost conventional homes so the demand for them as their popularity has increased the demand has increased thus their cost usually of course there's always going to be one or two or a few good deals out there some of them may be very good deals some of them may be unbelievable deals very good and hard to find but don't count on them don't hold your breath for that because they may or may not be readily available in the area that you are looking to live. Yes, they may be a lot more options in other areas where you'd rather not be. And uh, tiny home communities are popping up all over the country. They have been approved by communities and cities more and more. Just about in every state, you're going to find communities of tiny homes where people come and bring their home. A lot of times what these people do is they buy a tiny home and they can be towed on wheels, towed to the location where you're going to pretty much park it and live. Of course, 
paying rent. The landowner, landlord, the owner of the lands or the lot where the tiny home is to be or the community, tiny home community. So you need to consider that. You need to consider the fact that in a lot of cases, tiny home communities are basically on private lands and you're paying rent. You're leasing that spot where you're going to live out of your tiny home. So you have to consider the cost of that lease, that rent for that plot of land, and the cost of the tiny home itself. Whether you're paying for it, whether you have paid for it outright, whether you have built it, there's a cost involved. You have to consider all of that. And of course, there's many limitations with tiny homes. The first of them being the space available. Limitations with storage, limitations with living, living with others, living with animals, living with even one more person could be a problem, especially if the person has any kind of health limitations, health problems. If any of the people that live in the tiny home have any kind of requirements when it comes to space, some people may be obese on the heavy side and that may limit their ability to live in a very small space. Some people may be on wheelchairs. That also has its space requirements. Some people may have a career that they have to have materials and equipment stored for use or for sale or to do business, to run their operations. A tiny home may limit such people. There may also be parking limitations in those tiny home communities. They are tiny home communities, so they're going to have limited space, even for vehicles. So there may be limitations in parking near your tiny home, especially if you have a bigger vehicle. If you have a vehicle for business, like a pickup truck or van, you may have to park across the street. You may have to park away from where you live. If you have a truck, if you drive a bucket truck or some sort of bread truck or a delivery truck, then parking right in front of your tiny home may not be an option. If you have more than one vehicle, if you have two vehicles, three vehicles, as some people have four vehicles, then you may not be able to park most of your vehicles close to where you live. Another limitation for tiny homes may be your ability to have a yard you may not be able to have a yard. You may have one that's quite small, but if you want to do any kind of work, any kind of projects, any kind of installation, you may cause an eyesore for your neighbors. They may not want to hear you banging on stuff, cutting stuff. If you're the type that likes to build, fix, tinker with, and modify, and have hobbies outdoors, and work on stuff and you have to do it outside and living in a tiny home may limit you in that way may cause you to have to do those things elsewhere and perhaps pay for another spot for you to build to do to fix anything that you would want working on vehicles may be out of the question working on things like installation of solar panels solar energy equipments batteries may be out of the question installing a wind turbine may be out of the question even if it's in your property because your neighbors are just going to hate you dislike you complaints call the police on you call the city the county on you and 
even sue you for whatever it is that they are upset about, whether it's noise, whether it's installing equipment and causing an eyesore, you working all the time and just disturbing what they perceive to be the peace. So you may have a lot of problems with that because tiny homes, again, are usually in tiny home communities. Of course, you can have a tiny home and move it out into a very private area, a larger area, and you can have that tiny home there and that piece of land where you may be out in the woods, the country, you may be out in the desert, you may be out in a very large lot with neighbors that are, you know, quite separated and, you know, sparse, and it may not be a problem like that. However, there may be a problem with city or town or county ordinances, building codes, etc. So you have to be very careful and follow your area's construction requirements, construction codes, and make sure that you don't violate those because they may come and tell you to tear your house down. Literally destroy your house because it is violating code, building code, and they may have the legal right to tell you that that house, that building must be moved out, destroyed, or you may not be able to live in it, maybe condemned, impounded, whatever the case. So think about all that. Tiny homes, again, are a, a very good option for some people, but not the best option for others, especially when it comes to all of the factors I just mentioned, energy, savings, it may or may not be an energy saving, also cost to build, to live in it, and all of the limitations that may come with living in a tiny home. We'll pick it up in the next chat on this subject. We'll leave it at that for now. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please look for the next episode soon. And please ensure you like this content and subscribe. as a sign of support for me to continue to provide this type of content to people like you. Thank you.